Hey, I'm Stella. And I'm Tamara. This is a podcast where we talk about shit we're trying to understand. We hope you find it relatable. This is Riding Home. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land upon which we record our podcast, the Wanjuri people of the Kulin Nations. We would like to acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging and pay our respects to any First Nations people who may be listening. Hello. G'day. What the fuck is that? <laughs> um, special week, yes. last week of the season. Yeah, uh, episode 10 finale of the season. Yep, season finale. We have a very special guest today. For the finale. <laughs> uh, my good friend Julia. Woo! Hello. <laughs> I'm Julia. It's an honour to be here today. Thank you, Tamara and Stella. It's a okay. pleasure. Um, talking about creativity today. Yes, since we're all somewhere in the creative spectrum. Yes. <laughs> um, Julia, do you want to introduce yourself? What you're about? Or what um, you do? I think I'm a freelance artist. I don't know if I'm okay to call me that. I'll but say so. Yeah. Um, I'm currently studying film and TV at Swinburne, so I'm mm-hmm. doing a bit of film work, a bit of artwork. But basically, I've been painting ever since I could hold a paintbrush. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of my art and my short uni films kind of depend on each other. I take mm. what I see in a painting and I put it in a film if I can. That's kind of I see that, yeah, yeah. That's kind of my practice at the moment. That's cool. What about you guys? I mean, I. I don't know if I could say that I make, I'm a filmmaker because I don't really make films outside of uni. Same. Um, <laughs> but I love writing and when I do get the chance, like writing scripts and things like that. I used to write a lot of short stories and I love writing poetry as well. So that's kind of like my thing. And I want to make more films, but uh, we're getting there. <laughs> Still? Uh, I primarily make music, I guess. Yeah. And play. I just do music, I guess. Yeah. There you have it. <laughs> yeah. Groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're so exciting. <laughs> um, so, what do you guys do for like, creative process? Um, for me, I don't know if there's much of a process more than when I feel inspired or something, I go, oh, I should write that down. Like that's mm. a that's a nice line yeah. or something like that. And it's like I don't, I'm not in a situation where I have to be creating constantly because it's not like mm. my job at the moment anyway. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um. So yeah, at the moment it's just when when I do feel creative, I'll do something. Mm. But because it's not my job, I don't have to be like, okay, if I'm in this, like I make up a situation or be in this room because I'm most creative in this room because it doesn't matter at the moment yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah I'm always inspired on trains and oh, things like that I don't know <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and when it's raining stuff like that do you get inspired when you watch films yeah definitely actually mm-hmm. um a lot of the time it's visually or like from a mood in a film mm-hmm. or like a scene and I want to and I think like oh I really want to try doing something similar to that or the way that they've used this I don't know element or whatever are you happy with like how much you're doing at the moment creatively or do you wish you were doing more um I would like to do more yeah. I think um yeah I was recently started writing a script again which was really nice to like kind of write mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I want to do more definitely what about you, Julia? Um, I really love painting exaggerated images of what I see in public. Mm. Example, um, I saw a Mikey inspector a few weeks ago yelling at this little girl for not having a Mikey on her. And I thought it'd be really funny to kind of paint this Mikey inspector as like a Nosferatu figure, a Dracula yeah. hunched over yeah. this girl with a really big hook nose. Um, I'm also kind of obsessed with the concept of like time not having enough time to do stuff with my life Um, so that's kind of translated in my work like I like doing a lot of clocks, a lot of skeletons, a lot Mm. of like desert scapes where it looks like it's kind of post-apocalyptic with a person in it, has an ad 
much time to do stuff. A bit depressing, but I guess. I don't think no, so. Yeah. <laughs> really interesting, though, I think. Thanks. Depressing is such an interesting word because it's just like a melancholy descriptor. Like, it doesn't have mm. to be as sad as. Like, yeah. it just is. It is what it is, you yeah. know? Like, it's not necessarily a bad thing, I don't think. Definitely. Still? Um, I think that whenever I go to concerts, I get inspired, like, to play more. But mm, when point. it comes to actually writing, like, it's just specific people that inspire me. Like, I read this interview yesterday with king cruel for the guardian and he was talking about like how his life has changed since he got a baby and just the way like he composes his words i find really inspiring mostly it's like how people write like patty smith and yeah so i get inspired by like reading people's speech Mm. or just their general words when you're writing a piece Mm. does it just come to you or do you kind of like collate words over time and then put it together Usually, like, the first line or more will, like, come to me. Or, like, it'll be a few things that I've written at different times. But then usually I have to, like, make an effort to get the rest. Because, like, otherwise, I don't know. It's, yeah, I, it's half and half. Mm. Yeah. Do you have to be in a certain mindset or do you... Yeah, I'd definitely, like, if I'm feeling any kind of like specific emotion then what I'm writing will be like like melancholy Mm. or like whatever but I don't really write happy songs and like (laughs) someone once yeah I don't I don't really I don't (laughs) but someone once said that like why would you write happy songs when you could be out there doing those things like what's the point in writing a happy song if you're busy being happy well I guess writing a happy song also gives you happiness from it yeah and i'd rather like just listen to someone good. else's <laughs> while i'm out there being happy or something i don't know <laughs> um i guess we all draw inspiration from similar things right definitely. yeah totally yeah. setting a theme <laughs> yeah <laughs> um is there any point in time when you like feel inspired um like when you're somewhere and you're like whoa i feel inspired right now i think just people just even like seeing people on the train what they're wearing like i saw a girl this morning with really amazing eyeliner Mm. it was like it went part almost past your ears it looked amazing and she had like a really cropped orange haircut Mm. people like that different appearances whether it be like a person going to work at eight in the morning all those kind of things mm. kind of inspire me. It can just be totally random. Yeah. Um, I just take note of it on my phone and then save it for later. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I wish you could take... This sounds really fucking creepy. But sometimes I wish you could take photos of people because there's, yeah. like, there's so many... Like, I have this really big interest in like older men like not and I'm not talking sexually I mean like (laughs) they they just look so interesting to me and especially like especially in European cities Mm. like businessmen I just find them so interesting and I love looking at them because like just the I probably this is probably from fucking like men being at the top of whatever but like I just find a man in a suit like an older man in a suit the most interesting thing to look same, at same and here. watching them walk or how they sit and shit like that like yeah. I love looking at them it's, it, a lot of the time because um, I'm trying to take like street photography more mm. and I'm trying to find the balance in between like people and things well, taking a photo of someone and whether that's, like, appropriate or not. Yeah. Just because you were saying about, like, I wish you could just take photos of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's kind of hard to yeah. kind of decide. I think it's also interesting that, like, a lot of people... I know that, like, homeless people are part of the street. Like, you know, and that they'll probably say the same, mm-hmm. like, that this is... Because I think when a lot of people talk about when they used to be homeless, they'll, like, talk about themselves, like, when they were, like, in the street kind mm. of thing. 
And like a lot of people think that street photography is just homeless people and rubbish bins. Yeah. Not a lot of people, but I think that like that's not all of the street. Definitely. Like I think it's the things that pass it too. Mm. Well, it's like it's the different very there's different types of people that do you know live in just like the different public. Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. Different types of people. Yeah. So then you do have like those older people that yeah still wear suits and things mm. like that, and then yeah. you've got the the some of young the young business young person. business people yeah or young you know kids from I don't know high, high school, school or whatever. Yeah. One like, of my um favorite photo shoots is from the seventies, and it's basically just a series of photos of people on the streets New York eating lunch. It's called like mm, lunchtime. That's cool. Yeah, and it's just a bunch of business people on their breaks eating lunch. All these yeah, big I love burgers. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but I love that you can see so much into the person. Like you can mm. see like the little pieces of dirt and dust between their creases on their faces. You can mm. see that they've had a long day. I think photo shoots like that, it always inspires me to take photos of people on the street, but yeah. I also feel like I might be exploiting someone. Yeah, I don't exactly. want to come across as doing that just because I find them interesting. Yeah, I'm always unsure as to what line I might be crossing when I do that. Mm. It's true. It's interesting what you said about like the dirt in people's faces or like the creases in their face. Because when T-Brain and I were in... Copenhagen and we went and saw like my favorite musician and we were like so close to them like under 30 centimeters away Mm -hmm. and it was so crazy for me to like actually see like how human they are like the dirt beneath their fingers and like the like lumps on their skin like it's just crazy to actually recognize that people are people yeah exactly and And that they're not just moving and doing yeah yeah well especially for that when you see like someone you know always like on on instagram or Mm. in in media and then you see them in person and you're like we each have like our own story or like how she got to that stage or whatever and it's like those little things and then same with that like the creases and stuff like that yeah it's definitely yeah it's fucking true <laughs> um how do you guys take criticism um <laughs> it depends who's from yeah true definitely um i don't know i mean i what's well, that line last night in mode at first sight where they're like <laughs> they're like use your oh, say, speak your words a good a good listener is, is a good speaker. speaker. Yeah. Whatever it's fucking that. true. Def- yeah. I, agree, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, please go on. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that's important <laughs> though, with yeah. criticism though. Mm. It's surprising how much you can get out of married at first sight. <laughs> I agree. It's making me <laughs> self-conscious about my own fucking life. Anyway, please go on. Um, yeah, so. Um, yeah, it depends who I get criticism from Mm. I guess I mean like with siblings and stuff you naturally kind of like push them off brush them off or go you don't understand me (laughs) (laughs) you don't understand my work um (laughs) this is my life's work (laughs) um but I love getting feedback from you know teachers lecturers or whatever Mm. because it's, it's people that have experienced and seen so many scripts or so many stories yeah um so I really try to take on as much as I can from them Mm. and I don't really take it to heart because I know that they just know what they're talking about I mean obviously sometimes it's like what you can tell that they have their own agenda yeah and like what is it's hard to grade you know art artistic or creative stuff you know so with I mean script writing for example it's a bit like I can make sense of when they give feedback about like the way you've written it or um, you know you could put something in here to help the pacing and stuff like that if you wanted to make like a not stereotypical just like you know a gen like the normal outline of a story kind of thing so I take on that as much as I can but then it's like what what's the difference between someone going that's not that's not like what the general public is gonna like yeah. or 
I don't know. It's just like art. You can't. I, think, I, I can't. I think also it, like you need to work out when you're making something or putting something out there. What? How much that? Like how much you want people to receive it and how you want people to receive mm. it. Because mm. if you want hundreds of people or thousands or whatever to love your work, then you're gonna work differently. Whereas yeah. if you're satisfied well, yeah, with having true. two to three people and, and from exactly. I don't know where, like your work, then that's different to wanting like thousands of people to like yeah, your work. Exactly. Yeah. It's like people that are like industry plants. Like they yeah. obviously want thousands of people to like their work and they will sacrifice what they want to create yeah. in order to have to have a, large a positive audience. reception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think like it's important to, you know, figure out what you want. Yeah, totally. Definitely. I agree with that. Um, long story short, I grew up in a bit of an abusive household. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum threw away a lot of my artwork about two years ago. That's not cool. Yeah, and that kind of put me off painting for a while. But I think ever since then, I haven't really looked at criticism the same way. Mm. I think I'm a little too scared to ask mm. for like validation or criticism from people now. Because mm. um, you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just put me off a bit it's given me like, a bit of a trust issue around that but criticism amazing um, I always try to seek it when I can from the people I trust yeah, yeah exactly um, yeah um, it is yeah. so personal to you as well like, exactly each, like anyone's work Yeah. so like on top of that you're also showing your yourself to someone yeah like a bit of how your mind works Mm. even with like films as you said like films are kind of easy to ask for criticism because you have so many technical aspects to it exactly yeah yeah but if you know what you're doing as like a visual artist like if you know what mediums you're using if you know what you want to achieve it's a bit different Mm. because there's not a lot to think about with a film Mm. yeah i think it's like for me with music like it's I never expect people, unless, like, I say to you, does this bit sound okay, like, in a recording or something, but, like, it always kind of, I'm always taken aback when people actually, like, give me, or, like, ask me what something really means, like, it, like, kind of takes me back because I'm like, oh, you actually, like, want to know what that means? Yeah. That's weird. Because when I put stuff out, I'm not really nervous about the content, unless it's, like, really fucking dark shit, but, like... You know, I only am, like, taken aback when someone's like, what does this line mean or what does blah mean? Mm. Where you do you think? I mean? Where do you think that's rooted in? Um, do you think it's just a thing that you have? or is it... I think that it's because, like, my songs are, like, my emotions and yeah. me putting them on the line, like, I kind of just expect... I guess I've never really thought about it, but I've kind of just expect I expect people to just take what they want from it or potentially enjoy the musical aspect and then move on kind of thing. Like, mm, I don't yeah. expect people to actually want to know what I'm thinking. Mm. You know what I mean? Did, did that answer yeah. your question? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel similar about that tomorrow? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Like, well, like that film you made near 12, did you get questions about that and you were like, what the fuck? Yeah, everyone was like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, that's... This ain't are you okay day. And also... <laughs> that was in March and or April. Also, it it's like, I don't know if it's I, maybe the same for songwriting and stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it's an exaggeration yeah. of what... what I don't know if feeling. it's an exaggeration in no, songwriting, but, like, but it's like when you're feeling the pinnacle of it and yeah, that's when you and create it's it. Like, yeah. And it's this whole huge emotion yeah. in like one song or in exactly, one scene yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I yeah I made this fairly dramatic film which I kind of cringe about now, but um, yeah, and they all goes oh this scene oh my god blah 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 and it's like <laughs> don't not I don't know I just made it because that's what I was thinking about at the time I guess yeah and then followed mm. through and it's like yeah. with some of my poetry like I don't show anyone my poetry because. I, some of it's a little bit sad well the older stuff is now yeah. not so much but um, I don't want someone to ask about it so yeah. I just don't really Fair. show it to anyone mm. I, yet, yeah. anyway. I always freeze up when someone asks me a really personal yeah, question about yeah. my work because yeah. I think to them um, 
To them, they're like, you've put your art on the yeah, line. Yeah, and then, it's therefore, fine. I have, like, the right to ask you what this means to yeah. you. And it, it's still so personal to me because just because I post it on social media, it doesn't necessarily mean that... You're open for a question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, I totally get what mm. you mean. It's hard when people do that and it's yeah, like... because you want to tell them, but you also don't. Yeah. yeah. Not in a casual conversation like that. Yeah, true. Like, it'd be nice if they kind of maybe i don't know ask you where you grew up or what you had for dinner <laughs> yeah <laughs> what you're planning on having for dinner yeah. and then that being said you have like so much of yourself in your work as in like that if you didn't include all of those like things or emotions then it wouldn't really be yeah. something that you felt maybe as strongly about or mm. as passionate about when you were making it or writing it exactly. or whatever I we um, had a question down of how much of yourself do you put in, offer in your work and I feel like I don't know how do you guys feel about that because I much, think that's yeah. an interesting question well um, like I mean kind of everything I mean mm. but like yeah. how personal is your work um I guess, I guess it's kind of are we talking about like story versing storytelling versus like personal fucking monologue i don't know i don't know what what that question meant like (laughs) are you are you telling a story that you made up in your head like what we were saying before Um, about people you you'll see on the street or is it like a personal experience well it's like both because um the one i'm writing at the moment anyway is about kind of like something about running out of time for Mm. like an environmental thing Mm. and that's quite like what I think about all the time yeah constantly and then the character is someone who like um people that I see on the street and I get an idea and I draw something from them and then a show that I watch and I draw like most a lot of the characteristics from them and I put that into one character yeah and then and then the rest is just like me coming up with little bits and bobs to fill in the gaps and make it a bit more fun or sciencey or whatever. Mm. So for for me anyway, a lot of it is like from completely what I'm feeling and things like that. But then I do take what I can from every day, my every day, yeah, and implement that into the story yeah because I guess if you made a replica I don't know I find people's like a lowdown of someone's life very interesting especially people that I admire but you probably yeah. couldn't just make a bunch of films about exactly. like you going yeah. to like, Woolworths in order exactly. to make something interesting that someone wants to watch or just have it interesting because there's only mm. I mean you, you can make you know a, like a short film about just someone going to Woolies but that's not going to be very interesting to watch and it might not be that interesting to film and if anything interesting happened it'd be on the way there or the way back yeah and then you don't have like this structure to it yeah which in order to have something entertaining you kind of do need a structure so you have to add something and then it's like exactly but is that necessary and it's like I mean, kind of, but then not really. And then you need to work out if you want to be experimental. Yeah, and then you have to put yourself in this particular genre. Mm. If it's not following the structure, then it's experimental. And it's like, no. The film world is so difficult. So it's a bit tricky with that. And then I don't, obviously, yeah, it's different with. Mm. Yeah, how do you feel about it? I really want to make a film this year about. This is like a painting I did a while ago, but like these vampires in these 50s hot dog uniforms <laughs> like with the cool. striped and like the pointy hats and they like run this stall in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. it's like a tradie stop where all these tradies stop to get their food and they're like they're kind of living off this hot dog stall mm-hmm. but I also I try not to think too much about reception but it's still so yeah. hard in our course because like Swinburne expects like business standards yeah Mm. and like if it's not experimental if it's not fictional what is it i don't like being limited to that do they like make you write down what it is when you submit something sometimes yeah Yeah, in a way i think well especially i mean when you're pitching which like 
you have to do for funding and yeah. stuff like that. Because you have to tell someone, describe a yeah, film. Exactly. Because you're asking for their money, so you have to, yeah. you know... <laughs> Describe what you're gonna do. Describe with it. what you're gonna do yeah. with it exactly, um, but I don't yeah. know. It's hard. <laughs> Frida Kahlo. This is like something I hold close, but Frida mm-hmm. Kahlo once said that the person she knows best to paint is herself. Mm. I think that's something I always keep in mind when I make like short films at uni or paintings, and even like Martin Scorsese saying the personal is the creative. Mm what you put personally out there is creative. Yeah. They d- depend on each other. Yeah, and you can almost tell when something's personal to someone and they've 100%. put it out there. Yeah. And that, and then you also are more passionate about that certain work. Yeah. And it doesn't matter as much of whether the reception's good because you've just made something that means a lot to you. Exactly. Um, and you're doing it for yourself. And yeah. that's kind of it, I guess. And I don't know about you guys, but like when I make something that I think is really shit and a lot of people aren't going to like, I still think, well, a lot of myself is in this piece Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to destroy it because I feel like destroying it would mean that I'd be destroying what I put into it. And you treat your work like a child and you're the mother to it. That's kind of how I see it. That's Mm. a good way to put it. Yeah. I'm going to start thinking about that because, (laughs) yeah. Stop. Any thoughts? I don't know. I was thinking about what you said about Frida Kahlo, about um, the easiest person to paint is yourself, and I and like straight away I was like I don't know if I could paint myself like yeah. I don't know if I look like well and then I was like when I actually think about it, I think I know myself. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. And it's more like. You know what you feel inside, so it might not. Yeah. You could take it literally or mm. metaphorically or whatever. And the thing the amazing thing about being able to write creatively and like paint is that you can't express colors to people when you talk to them and tell you how you feel yeah true when i'm painting like i use a lot of red a lot of yellows i think i can't communicate that to people when i talk to them Mm. and i'm sure you'd feel the same about Mm. your lyrics and things Mm. yeah it's like when a line just makes sense to you yeah and the (laughs) way you write it and like People might not get it, but it makes sense to you. Exactly. There's some days when you'll come up with a line and you'll go, guys, guys. So I do that. Such and such a line. You know, you know? And we're like, yeah. And you're like, yeah. but do you know? <laughs> Wait, what have I said that to you about? Do you remember? Um, like swallowing. Oh, yeah. I see myself swallowing fox. <laughs> yeah, swallowing fox. And you're like, but swallowing fox, right? And we're like, I guess. <laughs> That's um, still like some, I'm some so other happy with that line. That's a good but line. A, it is. Good line. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. It's giving me the idea to paint something. <laughs> Swallowing forks. I feel like it means so much though. That would be an interesting thing to put in a music video. Swallowing forks. Not like. A... <laughs> I was wondering how you. But like an idea of like, I don't yeah, know, having some kind of. I yeah. I really like that line. I forgot about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do you think like you guys are satisfied with what you do? Like, do you think you're happy with where you're at at the moment? No, I could be doing better. Yeah. But yeah. right now, I think that I don't know how into the universe you are, but the universe doesn't want me to be playing live all the time. Like, it wants me to sort out my shit first <laughs> and like my music and recordings. So. I think I'm on a path that is my destiny, I guess. I think I can always be working harder. Yeah, I agree. Like, I kind of just float around a bit. Yeah. I'm a bit lazy <laughs> sometimes, and I think I need to put a bit more initiative yeah. in it to, mm. into it. Because, um, you know, like, only doing something when you feel extra inspired or whatever, that's great, but... Mm. It also takes a bit of personal motivation, like just motivation. Like I gotta crack down on this Mm. and just get it done or whatever. Yeah. I could definitely be doing more myself. Yeah. Mm. Um, It's a tricky one. Yeah. I'm trying not to get into the habit of like comparing what I'm doing to other people, Mm. but it's also something, (laughs) it's something I need. Yeah. I think it's something we all need in a way because. It's like it's unhealthy as a habit. It's but like a bit of it's, it's like a balance because yeah. you know it's it's good to 
compare yourself in the sense that, like, oh, I could be, I don't know, mm. working hard. Uh, yeah. But also like, don't compare other people. I think it's important to compare, like, maybe efforts but not achievements. Yeah, exactly. Because efforts, achievements, yeah. like, that's a whole other thing. Mm. And it's luck and timing and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we wanted to talk about um, arts versus yeah. science in like a boring fucking educational aspect. Very passionate aspect. about this. <laughs> because when we were in high school, um, I don't know what it was like. Did you go to public or private school? Public. Okay, oh, yeah. so did we. Um, <laughs> I um, hope no one's offended. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. No, just because they run similarly in terms yeah. of Eight arts and science STEM, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But um, when we were in high school, there was like this us and them between the performing arts department and yeah. the other departments, and they would performing arts department were in like one end of the school, yeah. like they, their just staff like room, down. everything was yeah. away, and then everything else was somewhere else. Yeah, and then like those teachers were only friends with the those performing teachers, arts yeah. teachers and, and there'd be like a few sideline ones of the te- this is high school by mm. way, of the teachers that taught like um english and drama yeah. or like english and dance or something like that yeah. and they'd be in the circle but they weren't like in yeah. the circle do you guys know about the whole stem thing no, no. science tech english maths it's basically like the government's way of enforcing um students to go into like more science tech based subjects over art and that's pretty much why they've been like marking down the art subjects because it's pretty much their propagandist tactic to be like right we need more like science and maths based people in this country so we want you all to go into that room not the art subjects i fucking hate it when people talk about how like oh yeah i did like drama until year nine but then i had to get into the more like art i mean math science Mm. field and it's like jesus christ or they'll Mm. talk down about people that they knew or like or the arts department generally and say like you know um i don't know i i was more in the math and science area of school or psychology Mm. or blah 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 and And then when you're choosing your electives in high school um, and the teachers would be like trying to convince you to go choose, stick with maths and I don't you know do go on to biology, biology. Yeah. like no or chemistry whatever shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I literally they, could not think of a worse way to spend my time. And they would yeah. always try and push you towards those subjects yeah. Yeah. because it makes the school look good. Fair and enough, school if you was like great, it, so but like, like it's not nice that no that if you choose a performing arts subject then you're thought of as lesser like that's what's upsetting and like our music class was so small that we had to combine with the fucking year below that's so trash and it's horrible because then we weren't getting the proper enough yeah they got more attention than we did because they were younger and had more people so we were like kind of we were dumb learning (laughs) learning like the same level as the year below so we weren't really improving everyone was really good at um prac yeah most people in our class and then yeah theory just we fucking failed that shit i know it was a catastrophe and there was not not enough funding for any of it and it's just so we had nothing (laughs) we had nothing in music we had nothing and we the drum kit was like (laughs) shit (laughs) and then i would have to when I've had to practice drums, I obviously couldn't practice on the stage where, like, the classroom is. So I had to go in a practice room where it's a shitty electrical drum kit. Three Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally including the fucking hi-hat. Yeah, and they were like, oh, you know, electric drum kits, they're great. You can put in headphones. I'm like, it does not simulate how <laughs> you play headphones. drums. And it's, it's oh. set up differently, like, and it's all squished into, like, a small oh, yeah. radius. Um yeah it pissed that me was off awful. was maths and science and stuff like that compulsory for you up until a certain point we had to do math up until math and english till the end i but dropped science math. but you did math a yeah <laughs> yeah you have to yeah. do math and english why until did they the end. why did they you make you do, do math you do you have to do math and english in order to graduate in qld that's oh. so bad 
Like you have to at least mm-hmm. do meth, eh? Oh, okay. We otherwise us. you do pre voc, which is right, like yeah, the yeah. non OP meth, right? Which is non what do they call it? ATAR. ATAR. Non ATAR meth. Yeah. For us, it was compulsory until year ten, I think. But even then, I think like maths and science being forced to do that up until a certain point, for me personally, makes me feel like the government isn't okay with people our age making the decision to stop doing it i agree it's kind of infantilizing and like patronizing to think yeah. that people our age don't know what we want yeah i, I think yeah. i think it's hard because i think that there genuinely are like maybe a few people at school who just um like you know when you're younger and you do just think that oh it's fine if I just do this for now and when in reality it could like alter your life in the future it's pretty crazy yeah but like I think that there would have been if you could make the decision any earlier though I think there would be a few people who just did do it just because they couldn't be bothered doing science when in reality maybe if they were like I know for sure that I didn't need to do science and fucking so like that shit I didn't need to do it but like I think that maybe it is good that they do make you do it because there are some kids that like do kind of flop a bit in year eight and nine just because that's life and then maybe do start enjoying it later on it's yeah it's good it's good in that way but then also they need to um encourage all subjects so I as agree, well as yeah. the science encourage the arts don't yeah. put down it because yeah. it was nice when we used to have the subject expos in like year nine yeah to choose your year 10 subjects mm. and the performing arts teachers and woodwork and yeah. shit would always all be there because they would art the art subjects were just i don't know if i can just advertise but like you know used described as just a fun little side activity while mm. you focus on Not your gonna get you important things like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you know the yeah yeah and yeah. yeah so we were made to think that doing an arts yeah. thing wouldn't give you a career when maybe maybe you just find you know happiness from doing yeah. an art subject mm-hmm. and, and it not necessarily you're not doing it to have a career and if you do exactly. your career career out of it that's great and you're happy with that but you don't yeah. need to do math to fulfill some fantasy you know yeah i don't know everyone thought that like the performing arts subjects were marked easily but they fucking weren't no, no like weren't. it like i got freaking c's in film and tv mostly and like b's every so often and like music I did well on. It's the, like it's the same know. thing again where people, th- where all the kids would go, oh, you just do films, so like it's marked easy Easy-A. because yeah. it's put down as this just like yeah fun activity to do. All you do is watch films. That's not true, um, and then therefore yeah. like, what the teachers say echo into what the students think about the subject. I think it's interesting that, at least for me, I don't know about you guys, but when I tell people that I really love acting, I love, like, the arts, film mm. and all, they say, oh, but you won't get a career out of that. You won't go to Hollywood. What? I think it's just their way. It's like a really capitalist thinking mindset where they think that everything you must do has to profit has, people yeah. in some way. Like, yeah. the better and have society. an outcome of some sort. Yeah, but it's like... I love acting not because I want to go to Hollywood, but because it's like, you I like just, acting. I love acting. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to benefit the society based on yeah. what I do for my yeah. own sake. Mm. It's a really, it's such, oh, it's like, my mom tells me all the time, like, she doesn't like the fact that I'm doing film, but mm. it's so hard to convince her otherwise that this is just something I love doing. I know mm. that I'm not necessarily going to get a huge Martin Scorsese career out of it, yeah. but I love doing it. Yeah. And that's like, it's as simple as that. And yeah. I don't, it's mm. just annoying that it's been put in this yeah, mindset exactly. of, I agree. if it doesn't make you money, what's the point? Mm-hmm. What was it like true. at your school? Like, was it similar to ours? Because there was a huge culture, like, I I don't know, our school was another fucking world. Yeah. Like, it was like going into another world when you walked in there. Yeah. Um, like you guys, it was very, like, separate, arts Mm. department separate, Mm. maths, English, science kind of worked together, but art, not enough funding. Yeah. And I remember doing my drama solo at the end of the year, which I was so proud of, but the school didn't really offer, like, a huge turn up for it. There Mm. wasn't really any advertising of it. 
and I'd put like four months of practice into this one solo that I was so proud of but there wasn't like any applause for it yeah that being said like as well the, we, we the had dr- stuff happen but it was the drama teachers that organized it like the school oh yeah they had to force it to be on. they had to yeah yeah, so the school was never like why don't you guys put on a big event and we'll we'll you know obviously like no the teachers were the ones that were yeah pushing to keep their subject alive and then with band the poor school band really just got the short straw and we had this shitty Again, drum kit, and um, we would be told by the school, like, a few days before that they want us to play at this thing, and it's like, how long do you think it takes for a whole band to be able to play in unison correctly, and their kids? Mm. Come on, like, there's no respect towards practice or training, Um, you know what I mean? Like they don't realize how much it it takes just as much or even more time to perfect like a song or whatever or yeah. mm-hmm. band or a drama play like yours mm-hmm. for performance yeah than it does to like memorize a formula and be, that being said i could not memorize a formula so like respect mm-hmm. to you guys whoever myself, you know yeah. but it's just like there is just as much energy that goes into a performance behind the scenes that you don't see exactly i agree so yeah. Did you guys have the ATAR system? No. Mm-hmm. We had OPs. Right. What's and then that? we also fucking had QCEs, which is where our school was... They tried to make our school look good by Same. doing this stupid-ass fucking test right in the middle mm-hmm. of year 12. And it's like, I'm trying to get a good fucking score here. Like, yeah. leave me alone. Oh. But um, OPs is basically for the last two years of high school, you... um, You... All your um, marks and yeah. everything like that so go towards top, your no no it, isn't it isn't it just the last semester or the last term of work? Um, no, it must be no, everything put together. I think it's everything put together, but it's your four mm-hmm. top four subjects. Yeah, and your fifth is cut out if you Which do we fifth. Did? And I didn't we do fifth, seven? So. No, for for the for the year. I can't. It's been it's been years. Oh no, it was five. Yeah. Yeah. But they count your top four, and if mm. you um, only do four, then like they only count that. Or if they do yeah. five, then they you just ignore like the right. lowest one. And you got to try be the top person in your class, or like you got to try have. It's so fucking. You, did, you get yeah, you'd get like extra OP points for being top. For or for yes. having more people below you than above you. Yeah. In like the in your class um, levels, they have like sh- they put out sheets lists out on the windows if you remember them and you had to check where your name was on the in your really? class and where, I you, where you sat glad i don't um Jeez. yeah um and then at the end you also do that big testing system yeah, which counts for a small percentage of yeah apparently it adds to the test um and it basically just makes the school look good yeah. um mm-hmm. and, and they like that was the only thing they ever supported us through because they wanted everyone to go, do well like they put yeah. on a fucking breakfast and shit they like made that. yeah they put on like such a big thing it was like you guys got this when really it's they're just doing it for yeah, yeah. they were like get a good night's sleep before blah 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 yeah. they were not it's like the only time actual tests of the that's year. the only no. time they've ever been like that supportive of that mm. so and then at the end of the year, you get a mark from 1 to 25, and 1 being the best, and yeah. 25 being the lowest. How about you? Did you have something like QCEs? Like where the school put on the fucking hoo-ha? That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the yeah. fucking like, divergent of fucking Hunger Games. Right? It's, it's, it's like a different world. We had the ATAR system, which was basically, you get like a score at the end of all your subjects. Mm. Obviously, the art subjects are marked down there. Yeah. But at our graduation, they were like, oh, you know, the ATAR doesn't define you. Oh, and then, no. like, a minute later, they were like, now can all the students who scored 90-plus stand up and get their medals? Such a contrast. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Literally hit me in the fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do the segment. This last yes. time we do it for the year. Woo! For the year? <laughs> Sorry, for this season. <laughs> um... <laughs> It is. What, what would you, you say, say to your, your younger self? self? By the way, shall I reveal the reference? 
Yeah, so give I mean, yourself we... a try. The 1975. Listen to it. Anyway, <laughs> what would you say to your younger self about creativity? About this. Um, I think for me personally, growing up in an environment that didn't really encourage the arts, both at home mm-hmm. and at school, I'd say keep doing what you do because at this point you're the only one that can encourage yourself to do this mm. and you're the only one that's going to keep getting you through this your body your mindset you're the only one that's going to be doing this for the rest of your life nobody that's else true. nobody else is going to be writing your music mm-hmm. no one else is going to be painting your art or making your films you're the one that's going to be doing it and if it's something you love keep doing it fuck everyone else yeah fuck yeah, yeah. that was good Oh, very good. <laughs> Can you send good me point. messages everywhere? I'd love to. I agree with you. Don't... If people tell you something... Don't let people tell you something shit. Do your best. If they tell you it's shit, then that's their fucking problem. If you like it, then fucking do something with it. Um, people's words don't mean everything. Yeah, people's words do not mean everything. If you feel something, then use it. I don't know. Do your best. I think consume as much creative material as you can. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, okay. even even if it like even if you're a filmmaker or you're a painter or you're a musician or blah blah blah, like you don't have to consume what you create. You'll still find inspiration in other things. Like I find so much inspiration in books and like just everything anyway how about you two brains similar thing to that as well like consume whatever take on you know inspiration from anything because it will come from anything yeah um also don't give up because inspiration will come back yeah exactly like it's okay to have lols yeah exactly and there's a reason for those lols yeah what do you mean by lols like um off periods oh right yeah like, you might not feel like writing all the time yeah. or painting or something, and that's okay. Yeah, and when... Don't feel, I don't know, so less experienced or so intimidated mm. from someone else who might know all of these particular artists or directors or writers or whatever. Because, you know, knowledge in that is great, but it doesn't make, you know, your own work. Yeah. Like, it, it does make it better in the sense that you're viewing all of these different things, but it's more what you've put personally and, like, how much effort and love you put into your own work, and that's going to reflect in it rather than how much knowledge you have in this particular subject, I guess. Mm-hmm. And don't let all those, you know, grading systems and stuff make you think any less of your work. Yeah. Because also yeah. in our university has actually been told to mark film students harder because the top dogs don't like how our film students are so clever. Wow. One of my teachers said that to us. and So how do really, they mark us? They have to mark us even harder because like they don't them. like film being up amongst the top students. That's horrible. Um, so they mark us harder. And then that being said, you know, it, it's just like don't... Like, grades are never going to tell you how much, how worthy your work is of being yeah. seen because clearly they, like, other arts are just not being respected as much as they mm. should. Mm. And so just keep doing what you're doing, I if guess. If it means something to you, then, then hold yeah. that close. And people will yeah. realise that, That's you lovely. know? Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you Lala. for being on the shift. <laughs> the, shift? the shift? The shift. Right, a great shift. Sign out. Thank you for having me. off. Um, yeah, thank you. I've thank enjoyed you. this. It's been a long episode, but a good one, I think. It's been good. Yeah. A nice way to finish up I the agree. season. Definitely. Not sure when we'll be back. We'll do season two, but um, not that long. I no. Don't no. Um, but it's no, been no. so fun. Yeah. And Highs and lows? Highs and lows. <laughs> <laughs> Um, favorite episode, least favorite episode. Give um, me honesty. I can't remember what they're called so much. So I have to give a quick descriptor. Um, being a girl and nostalgia was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, being a girl because we kind of just the energy. Yeah. And yeah. 
just shit talked a lot about <laughs> yeah that was fun about our childhood and school and stuff in like you know fun way that one was fun what was your favorite julia probably the one about the films oh yeah, yeah. Really actually that. that was a really nice episode because mm. we've had some a lot of like energetic episodes and then quite yeah. calm ones and it's been honestly nice to have some calm ones and just kind of sit exactly. down and yeah and yeah true um but then things that have shaped us I really like as well. We did have one. We recorded one episode. What was the that one we that we po- didn't like? Posted. Also, there was one that we posted where we were like, eh. Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. I'm quite. Maybe at the time. Maybe it was the stage. I'm not a stages. fan of It affection. was even nostalgia. Oh, yeah, maybe it was affection. But, I mean. We're looking, we're looking at the episodes right now, <laughs> so just so that you know. Um, but now I'm quite satisfied because it's just like something that we've done. Yeah. Um, there was one episode that never got posted and I don't think it ever will. What was it about? Do you remember? wrap up um i don't remember what my least favorite was but i remember that there was one that when we recorded it i was like yeah fine like we'll post that it's going up yeah but i I don't remember what it was but i did enjoy year in review and being a girl they were fun all right well, thank you, Julia. Yeah, it's been so nice to have thank someone on because we yeah. haven't done it before. So I think oh, I hope the dynamics. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And I think season two will have some more. Maybe we can have guests. you revisit. Yes, that'd be so fun. Tomorrow just shimmied. Yeah, I'm glad that. no one had to see that outside of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you very much. This has been season. One of riding home. Of riding home. Alrighty. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.